I'm Dr. Ricky McCray, and I'm here to motivate you to get across the finish line to your dreams. Maybe you need a fresh perspective. Hello, hello, good morning, good morning. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, so excited to be uh, with you on this morning. I'm excited, excited, excited today um, about uh, this word. This is Dr. Ricky McCray and Go Get It Thursday. Um, we are here to bring a word today we're here to bring a word today so as you come on in uh as you are coming on in make sure that you share this with someone i want to say good morning to you good morning good morning uh good morning we've got deacon smith on the line uh we've got um i see sister yvonne good morning to you good morning uh so excited uh to have you this morning um today we're going to be talking about ah, the cost of our disobedience so i'm excited about that excited about that the cost of our disobedience um good morning um also to my wife lady robin good morning hey what's going on sister lisa all the way in georgia uh, good morning to you. Make sure you share this with someone. I see some of you have started a watch party. So good morning. Hey, uh, we've got also uh, Sister Jackie. What's going on, Brother Fred? Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. So excited, so excited uh, about being with you this morning as we're talking about the cost of our disobedience. Uh, good morning, cuz Christina, all the way in Toledo, Ohio. Shout out to all my uh, Toledo friends, my boy Dez, uh, Mama, Auntie. Uh, so, so grateful again for this opportunity to share with you this morning. Um, I just believe that this this morning God really gave me um, something different, a different perspective to look at the text. Uh, usually we look at the Exodus text and we look at Moses and we look at the children of Israel. Um, but the truth of the matter is. Sometimes what we are doing uh, really reminds us of Pharaoh. Yeah, I know we didn't want to hear that, uh, but we've got to look at the, hey, what's going on, Titus? Uh, good morning to you, sir. Minister LaShawn, what's up? Good morning. So we're going to be talking about a different perspective this morning, a very different perspective um, that we're not talking about um, this perspective as um uh, as it relates to Moses and the children of Israel. But we're going to be talking um, from the perspective of um, Pharaoh and how sometimes what we are doing uh, reminds us of Pharaoh. It is very similar because we have been disobedient. And so I want to make sure that this morning that we understand that. Good morning. Uh, hey, what's going on, Latasha Taylor? All the way in San Antonio, Texas. Shout out to her. Joycelyn, good morning. Good morning. So excited about that. But also I want to tell you um, this morning 
excited to tell you uh, a few things. One, um, I will continue to just encourage you if you haven't gotten um, the book yet, uh, my book, What's All the Fuss Over, Mr. Wilson, make sure you go and get that book. Make sure you go and share that with someone. I'm excited about that. Also, not only we have that, make sure you, if you don't uh, have any children yourself or you've gotten it, you want to share and, and purchase it for someone else, you can go to my website, uh, drrickymccrae.com, or you can go to Amazon to purchase that. Um, I also am so excited. I'm so excited about this. I'm sharing with you for the first time a Dreamer's Perspective podcast. That's going to be my podcast that I am uh, starting in March. That's my podcast I'm starting in March. I'm excited about this. Hey, what's going on, Carly? What's going on, Jeremy Jackson? So my podcast starts in uh, in March. It's called A Dreamer's Perspective. And it's all about helping those who are dreamers, who are visionary visionaries, to help them to get across the finish line so that their dreams become a reality, um, that their dreams come to fruition come into fruition and I believe that sometimes in order for us to achieve those dreams we need someone who is walking with us encouraging us uh, someone who is pointing some things out to us so if you have some topics that you would really love for me to address uh, I want you to um, make those in your comments today um, so we can uh, address those things excited excited about this new uh, podcast a dreamers perspective uh, so this morning we're getting ready to move forward. Make sure, make sure you share this with someone. Make sure you share this with some, Hey, what's going on? Cause Lena Pryor. Good morning. Good morning. So again, this morning <clears throat> we are talking, we are talking about, um, we're talking about what is the cost of our disobedience? So we're getting ready to pray. We're getting ready to pray and we're going to move forward. I'm excited about today and sharing with you. What's going on, uh, Sister Barbara? Good morning. So let's pray. Wonderful Savior God, we thank you because you are amazing. We thank you because even the things that we don't know and cannot see, God, you are making provisions and supplying for us. We pray, Lord, now you will speak a word into our heart that will transform us from the inside out, change our thinking, God, uh, change Change the way we speak, change the way we behave. Be with us now and open up our, our hearts, God. Open up our eyes and ears and our minds that we may hear a word from you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So this morning we're talking about what is the cost of our disobedience? What is the cost of our disobedience? Uh, and this is so important. That we have to understand that um, our disobedience costs something. Uh, and I want everybody to get that. Hey, what's going on, Sister Nicole? Um, our disobedience costs something. Yeah, I want you to get that today. Your disobedience, it's going to cost you something. And so this is important. As we move forward, we're going to be coming from Exodus um, chapter 9. Uh, and we're going to read verse uh, one through seven. I'm going to read that <clears throat> for you. It says, these are the names. <clears throat> uh, let me read that again. That ain't verse nine. Here it is. Chapter nine, verse one. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, this is what the Lord, the God of Hebrews says, let my people go 
so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them back, the hand of the Lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock in the field, on your horses, the donkeys and camels and on your cattle, sheep and goats. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt so that no animal belonging to the Israelites will die. The Lord set a time and said, tomorrow the Lord will do this in the land. And the next day the Lord did it. All the livestock of the Egyptians died, but not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. And this is so important this morning as we are moving forward that we understand, like I said, that we usually look at and read this text from Moses's perspective or the children of Israel. But what God gave me today is that sometimes we're in Pharaoh's position. Man, I, I know, man, did y'all hear that? Sometimes we are in Pharaoh's position. Okay, here it is. Um, one of my mother's favorite movies, uh, one of my mother's favorite movies, y'all, is It's a Wonderful Life. It's an old black and white movie. Uh, I believe it's named James Stewart. Uh, hey, good morning, sis Carol. And in this movie, uh, he has made major sacrifices to keep his family's saving and loan business open. Uh, he's made personal sacrifices. He sacrificed going um, and traveling his dreams of traveling abroad um, to make sure that he was able to help the people in his community. Uh, well, something uh, uh, really bad happened and caused him to lose some money. Um, his uncle had messed up on some stuff and he was so frustrated that he uh, he decided to take his own life. He was getting ready to commit suicide um, and he, so he began to say, I wish I was never born. I wish I was never born. And as he's getting ready to jump into the uh, into the uh, to the lake, uh, he sees another man jump in first. And so he literally jumped in to save the man. Uh, and this man was Clarence, who was actually an angel. And so the angel said, I'm going to grant your wish uh, that you wish that you were never born. So now you've never been born. And immediately you can begin to tell that something in the town changed, that his wish of not being born was going to cost everyone and himself something. Uh, I came to tell us this morning, your disobedience is going to cost you and all the people around you something. You're not moving when God tells you to move. You're not doing what he told you to do. You're not saying what he told you to say. You're not operating in the gifts and the calling that he called you to is going to cost you and the people around you something. That means it's going to uh, take some stuff away. It's going to prevent some things from happening. Hey, good morning, Sister Katrina. I want you to understand that this morning that your disobedience most of the time we think that we're in our own little world and we're so self-centered that we don't understand that our disobedience doesn't just affect and impact us but it affects and impacts everyone around us the people in our circles but here it is even the people that we don't even realize we will be connected to 
Ah, oh, man. Good morning, Sister Tina. Uh, the, matter of fact, when I saw Sister uh, Katrina's name, it reminded me of of us starting the church. Um, I didn't know Sister Katrina uh, and, and now uh, uh, my head uh, armor bearer, her husband, uh, Brother Kelvin. I didn't know them prior to starting the church. And because of the circles that we ran and we probably would have never met each other. But I'm so grateful that because Lady Robin and I were obedient in starting the church, we get we had an opportunity to meet so many great people who now we're a part of their circle and they're a part of our circle. You have to understand understand that when God is calling you to do something, it's bigger than just you. All right. So this is some stuff I want us to get into, because the first thing that I want us to understand is that our obedience, our our disobedience holds other people's back holds other people back. Our disobedient, it's going to hold other people back. I want you to get that. Your disobedient is going to hold other people back. Man, this is some good stuff. The Bible says in verse two that uh, 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 because Pharaoh, because Pharaoh was not releasing the people uh, that Moses says to Pharaoh um, that God says that you've got to let these people go and stop holding them back. Some of us are pharaohs. Why? Because we're being disobedient and we're holding other people back. The pharaoh was holding the children of Israel back from doing what God called them to do. I want you to understand something this morning. Your disobedience, uh, your okay. Let me put it like this: Your destiny is connected to other people's destiny. Uh, good morning, Helena. I want you to understand that your destiny is connected to other people's destiny. You are not in some little silo by yourself and you're on in your own little world and your world doesn't connect to other people's world. I want you to understand that the things that you do are going to impact and affect other people. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. I want you to understand that this morning. Your destiny is tied to other people's destiny, which means that if you don't do your part, if you are not obedient, then you stand in the way you hold up the process. Matter of fact, one of the translations of uh, verse two says you are causing the people to stand still. Man, who are you causing to stand still today because of your disobedience? Who is waiting on you to do your part so that they can now do their part? Who is waiting on you to step up and step into your destiny so that they can now step into their destiny? I want you to get this this morning. There are some times when other people watch us from afar. Here it is. It will cause them to it will literally begin to cause a uh, a chain reaction within them that will spark a dream that will spark a vision that will give them courage to follow their dreams. How many of you have somebody that you look up to? What's going on, Minister Shakur, Minister Charles Walter? Good, good morning. How many of you have somebody that you look up to and because of what they did, it inspired you to begin to do something that you do? I don't know about you, but I, I've seen 
I watched my father uh, uh, start a church. I, I, I've watched other pastors that I look up to. I've watched, I've watched a lot of gospel artists that I love uh, to pattern myself after. And because they had enough courage to step out and do what God called them to do, it literally began a chain reaction within myself to cause me to do what I'm called, what I'm doing today. Uh, good morning, Sister Lynn. I want you to get that this morning. Please understand that what God has called you to do, the thing that's on your heart, the dreams that you have, it's not just about you, but your dream is a link in the chain. And if you don't close the link in the chain, if you don't become what God called you to be, it's going to impact and, and affect somebody else's destiny. Man, that's why I love trailblazers. I love trailblazers. Why? Because for many trailblazers, uh, there was a door that was closed or one that even, that did not even exist. And because they created the door, because they opened the door, it literally gave an opportunity for someone else to walk through it. My question for you today is, what door are you supposed to be opening so that the people behind you can walk through it? What opportunities are you supposed to uh, take advantage of? Why? so that the people in your family, so your children and children's children, and so people who you don't even know and you will never know could walk through the door or they will be inspired because of what you are doing. I want you to understand that what God placed on your heart is important, that what God told you to do, it is important. It just because you are have been so self-centered that you've only focused on your own benefits, understand that God never gives a plan to you, create a plan gives you a strategy uh, that's just going to impact you and yours but it is always bigger than that man I wish somebody would just declare today my vision the, the the destiny God has given me is bigger than what I can see I'm getting ready to open the door for somebody I'm getting ready to create an opportunity for somebody I'm getting ready to inspire somebody is there somebody that can just talk back to me and say yeah I, that's my that is my declaration uh, this year is I want to inspire someone else with my obedience I want to push somebody else in their destiny why because of my obedience I want to open doors for somebody else. I want to kick down some barriers for somebody else. Man, is somebody getting that this morning? Come on, talk back to me. You can talk back to me. Who's? This is my question for you this morning. This is my question for you this morning. And I want you to write this down. Whose destiny is tied to yours? Who, who right now, God's laying on your heart that, that, He's telling you somebody else's destiny is tied to yours. It might be your children. It might be someone at school. It might be someone at work. It might be some young people. I want you to understand that your courage to follow God and do what he told you to do is going to start a chain reaction that will cause others to obey God as well. Who is that person for you? Who who is that person? Who are you supposed to be opening doors for? I love what Brother Fred said. He said he's a door opener. <laughs> I love that, Brother Fred. I believe it. My whole heart. Brother Fred's doing some amazing things, stepping out on faith, helping young people through sports and through baseball. And so I'm so excited about that. Brother Fred, keep doing what you're doing. 
Uh, he's a door opener. Who else is a door opener this morning? Come on, you can tell me if you. I just matter of fact, tell me somebody. Either tell me somebody that you're supposed to be opening doors for, or your destiny is tied to, or if if you can't think of somebody, just declare in the atmosphere today. I'm a door opener. Just write it down and say I'm a door opener. Ah, uh, you may not see it yet. You may not realize it yet, but you are a door opener. Good morning, brother Aaron. Here we are. Let's go to the next point. Uh, here it is. Our disobedience affects our progress and satisfaction. I want you to get that. Your, your disobedience affects, it impacts um, your progress and satisfaction and satisfaction. Uh, I hear you. Uh, Miss Shakur said too many to list. We'll just say that you a door opener then. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sister Katrina said, I'm a door opener. Sister Yvonne said, I'm a door opener. I love that. Woo! My God. I, that gets me excited. Does that get anybody else excited to know that God has literally placed this mantle on you to open the door for someone else? Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Our disobedience affects our progress and satisfaction. Here was a piece that really messed me up. Um, and, and I started thinking about this. When you go to verse three, it says the hand of the Lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock in the field, on your horses, donkeys and camels and on your cattle and sheep. Now, why was this so important? Because the livestock, the animals of that particular time represented uh, uh, or was an more important or major part of their economy. I want you to get this, that they relied on those livestock for food, for meat, y'all. Um, they relied on them for uh, transportation, for clothing, uh, for fuel, for cooking, for their hides, which meant that they were relying on those animals to move their economy and move their society. Uh, and God was declaring that he was going to, that if Pharaoh was not obedient, he was going to kill the movement in the society. Man, can I tell somebody today uh, that God, your disobedience is going to cause God to kill the progress. It's going to cause God to stop the movements. Oh, uh, good morning, Sister Connie. Okay, here it is. Because so many of us, we're working hard, but we're not getting anywhere. We real busy, but we ain't doing anything. Uh, so many of us are like a dog chasing our tail or you're like a hamster on the wheel and you're you're going and you're going and you're going, but you're not going anywhere. Why? God said it's because of your disobedience. See, so many of us, we think that we can sacrifice our way into a blessing. You think you can sacrifice your way into God's goodwill. Uh, and can I tell you something? Just because you're making a sacrifice doesn't mean that God's going to bless it. Mm. Because if he didn't tell you to make the sacrifice in that area, you are wasting your time. Why? Because you cannot. Oh, I want somebody to get this. You cannot manipulate God with your sacrifice. Man, huh, Sister Katrina said hustling backwards. Uh, here, I want you to get that this morning. God will not be manipulated by your sacrifice, which means 
God is not going to look upon how hard you're working and bless it just because you're working hard uh, if he didn't tell you to work in that area. Okay, there's some of you working on a relationship that he told you to let go of a long time ago. Jesus. And just because you're working hard on it to make it work and to stay in it doesn't mean God's going to bless it because he didn't tell you to stay in it. Who am I talking to this morning? Whoa, if you got a friend that's like that, somebody, somebody need to send this to them this morning. Uh, just because you're making a sacrifice into a career that God told you to leave a long time ago and you've been working hard to try to uh, deal with the people and deal with the changes. God said, I'm not going to bless you because you're making a sacrifice in an area that I told you to leave. Am I talking to somebody this morning? I hope somebody is getting this. If you're getting that this morning, say something to me. Say something to me. Uh, God says, I'm not going to bless your sacrifice just so that you can manipulate me when I told you that it wasn't my will. Woo! Oh, this is some good stuff this morning. This is some good stuff this morning. I hope and pray that you are receiving that this morning. I hope and pray you receiving it this morning. Uh, God will not be manipulated, right? Uh, there are some times where we know good and well, God told us to leave a thing, to stop a thing, to move on a thing. And when you don't do it and you say, yeah, God, but I'm doing this. Why won't you bless this? God says, that's because I didn't tell you to do that. Hey, Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I always like to share my own story that I was a minister of music. Um, and as a minister of music, I was a minister of music at, at Mount Carmel and shout, big shout out to uh, Mount Carmel, Dr. Theron Williams. I was there and I'm going to tell you, God kept calling me to, to, to pastor, but I said, God, I'm ministering every week when I'm leading worship. <laughs> I mean, God, I'm giving many sermons every week when I'm, when I'm up worshiping. And God said, that sounds good, but that ain't what I told you to do. I know that you think you can substitute what I told you to do, but I don't accept substitutes. I don't accept an alternate. I told you to go and preach and pastor, not continue to be a worship leader. My God, my God. And so uh, when I, and so because I was putting all this energy into trying to be a better worship leader, and that was not what God told me to do, God wouldn't bless what I was doing. My God. And he didn't bless what I was doing until I stepped out on faith and started pastoring. There's somebody today, God says, you working real hard and you mad because God's not blessing it. But the truth of the matter is, God said, I never told you to keep doing it. I never told you to get involved in it. I told you to leave a long time ago. I got something I want to bless, but you got to start doing it in order for me to bless you. Man, I wish somebody, is somebody understanding? Uh, I, I'm going to ask this question of you. How many of you right now are making major sacrifices, giving a lot of your time and energy and effort and investment in things that God is either told you to stop doing or things he never told you to do? Mm. If he if it, if that is you, then I am going to tell you this morning. Stop making sacrifices and investing your time and energy in places and in people in things that he did not tell you to do because he will not be manipulated into blessing you just because you keep working on it. Mm. Uh, hey, what's going on? Good morning, Sister Phyllis. Good morning. All right. I hope you're getting that this morning. 
You cannot manipulate God into blessing you. You cannot manipulate God into blessing you because you keep working hard on stuff he didn't tell you to do. Okay, let me give you this last thing, and, and we'll uh, and we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, disobedience, disobedience affects our time. Disobedience affects our time. I want you to get that. Hey, good morning, Sister Shalanda. Uh, disobedience affects your time. Here it is. The Bible says that uh, God told Moses to tell Pharaoh on tomorrow, on tomorrow, I am going uh, to kill all of the livestock. And I thought to myself, God, why do you say on tomorrow? Why didn't you tell him today? And this is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me is, is that God was still trying to give Pharaoh time to get it right. He was still trying to give Pharaoh time to be obedient. There's somebody I need to tell you today. I know you've been disobedient and the very things that you've been working at have not been moving forward. They haven't been progressing. You haven't felt any satisfaction in what you're doing. And God says that I'm giving you time. But the time is limited because if you go beyond the time that God has designated, your disobedience will lead to some destruction of some things. Your disobedience will lead to a halt of some things. Your disobedience is going to cause you to lose some things that you never should have lost because you stayed in the stage of disobedience too long. Who am I talking to this morning? Who am I talking to this morning that God says you've been in this place of disobedience? and you've been there for so long you started getting comfortable thinking that God was okay with it but I came to declare to you today that God is not okay with your disobedience that God has been patient he's been giving you on been on borrowed time in order for you to get your things right to get things in order in order for you to step forward and do what he told you to do if you continue in this disobedience it's going to result in some loss of some things you going to lose things that you that mean something to you you're going to lose something when you were supposed to be gaining God says you're matter of fact oh who am I talking to God says your disobedience will cause you to lose relationships it's going to cause you to lose money it's going to cause you to lose self-respect it's going to cause you to lose your confidence it's going to cause you to lose the very things that you hold dear to you because God is not mocked I'm telling you right now uh you got to be careful uh, staying in the land of disobedience uh, it's going to cost you something and the truth of the matter it's going to cost you way more than you think it's going to cost you way more stop being in this place of comfortability comfortability is hurting you uh, I know that you're afraid of failing I know you're afraid that you might not have the resources I know you're afraid of getting all the way out there by yourself but the truth of the matter is God's benefits always outweigh whatever it is you could possibly lose uh, I've been sharing with you you have to take a risk you have to take a risk to follow God but I I promise you, if you take a risk, God's benefits and rewards and blessings far outweigh whatever you will have to risk. Here it is. I want you to get this. I'm going back to the story in the beginning that I shared with you and we'll end. When you go back to that story, something that blesses my soul uh, in that movie, in that movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. 
he he now has gotten his wish that he wished he was never born. But what he finally realized while he was walking through the life back through his life, he realized that there are people who helped. And because he wasn't alive to help them, they weren't in a position to help others. There was a pharmacist that he stopped from uh, putting the wrong medication in the little girl's uh, uh, medication. And because he wasn't there, uh, the, he did that and the little girl died. He saved his little brother uh, from drowning in a pond when he was little. And because of that, the brother went on to save so many people in the war. And if he had never been born, the people in the war died. Once he realized that all these things had happened because of him, all these wonderful blessings had happened because of his obedience to God and helping others, he said, nah, I don't wish I was never born. I wish I was born and I take all the, the heartache and the pain and the things that I had to go through because I recognize it was such a blessing. And in the end, he had all these people who came and poured and gave into him so that his business could stay open. I want to tell you today, your obedience is tied to somebody else's destiny. Your obedience is tied to bringing someone else along so that they can help people. Remember, your obedience allows you to be a link in somebody else's destiny today. And your obedience is going to cause you, cause a chain reaction that will cause others to trust God, cause others to be a blessing and help others. Why? Because God's plan is always bigger than just you. So my challenge for you this morning, I know you're afraid. I know it seems scary, but do what God called you to do. Too many people's lives are depending on it. You never know who God is trying to connect you to. So I want to share with you today. I hope you were blessed this morning. I want to remind you of the podcast that I got coming out in March. Uh, big shout out to um, Sister Shalanda. Uh, and her uh, graphics work, her marketing, and she put this together. You're looking for somebody to do some great marketing. You want to definitely uh, connect with uh, Shalanda Johnson. So, so grateful for that. Also remind you of uh, my book. Go and get, go and get my book, uh, What's All the Fuss Over Mr. Wilson. It's a wonderful book. Uh, about a young man who um, really misjudges a homeless person in his town and he finds out that this homeless man did something that blessed his life. Um, and so I want you to go and do that today. I'm so excited, so excited always uh, to share with you and to be with you. Thank you for joining us. I want to pray with you this morning. I want to pray with you this morning because I recognize the fear. It's not real, but it's real for you. And the enemy has been playing on your fear and your insecurities, making you think that it's okay and that God is okay with you being disobedient. But I want to tell you, you're on borrowed time. I don't want you to lose more than you have to because you're disobedient. So I want to pray with you today. I want to pray with you today. If you know that that is you, that's you saying, you know what, Pastor, that's me, man, I... I I know there are some things I need to do. I, um, I have been disobedient. I, I want you to, in your prayer time to really ask God to forgive you. And, and I, some of you are saying, what? Because disobedience means that you have literally stopped trusting God. So I want you in your prayer time to say, you know what, God, please forgive me. I want to be obedient. So I want to pray with you today. I want to pray with you today. Gracious Father God, we thank you. You are our amazing God. 
We thank you, God, because you have plans that go well beyond what we can see or thought, think or even imagine. So we pray, God, we will recognize that the plan you've given us, the destiny you've given us, the dreams you've given us, that they will be a link in a much bigger chain. And that, God, somebody's waiting on us. We're holding somebody else up. As a matter of fact, we're keeping other people from doing what you've called them to do because we're not obedient. We pray today we'll have enough courage, God, to, to literally understand that the benefits will outweigh whatever risk, that the benefits will outweigh whatever fear and insecurities we have. Forgive us, God, for not trusting you, not trusting that you will hold us up, not trusting that you will supply our every need, for not trusting that you will uh, uh, provide for what the things that we can't see right now. Forgive us for not thinking that you wouldn't show us favor. Forgive us for not thinking that you don't have the resources and the strategies and the people already lined up. Forgive us for thinking that you would fail us. We pray, God, that now that we will have more courage than we've ever had before. We pray, God, for those who don't know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior or the person today who's dealing with sickness or pain, we pray for healing. For those who are homeless, God, for those who are not eating, God, we pray, God, that right now that you will put a shelter over their heads. We pray, God, for food on their table. God, we know that you are able. We pray for our world, God. We pray, God, for healing and for peace. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you're looking for a church home, uh, the Way Church would love to see you. Uh, come and worship with us. Come visit us at 4171 Millersville Road. I'm so excited that you spent some time with me this morning on this wonderful cold uh, winter morning here in Indianapolis. Thank you so much for sharing and being with us. I pray that God will continue to be a blessing to you. Continue uh, to ask God for forgiveness and step out on faith and be obedient today. Love you all. God bless you. Remember, go get it. This is your time. This is your season.